Um, sorry, I'm reading Heroes of Olympus. Like, Emily, <laughs> Emily, we're recording. Sabrina. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Anubis Backwards Podcast. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> okay, that is the energy we're coming into this with right now. <laughs> that season's going to be a long night. It's going to be a long night. Get ready for this, like, three-hour episode with a one-hour intro. <laughs> so, uh, oh, wait, today we're going to be recapping... Hold on, Emily, we're not there yet. Let me let me at least tell them the name of the episode. No! <laughs> oh my god. We're going to be recapping House of Reflections, House of Stooges, eventually. Um, but first, uh, I'm going to pass to Emily with some housekeeping. Guys! Guys! Guys, if you follow me on Twitter, you know I'm on, like, year two of waiting for this movie to come out on Netflix. So the movie is called There's Someone Inside Your House. And our dear friend, who, you know, is not our dear friend because that man has ghosted his entire, like, fan base. Berkeley Duffield is playing a character. We don't know who yet. He's either playing the football player who gets like um, chef's kiss, a nice shower scene, but he has probably the goriest death, or he's playing the weird religious kid. We'll wait and find out. I'm so Let's excited. Let's hope he's playing the guy with the shower scene. <laughs> Me too, bestie. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I have my copy right here. Come on the pod, Berkeley. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you won't behave. We can Come on the pod for like two seconds after I blatantly was just being really fucking thirsty. More, I, <laughs> I literally opened with there's a shower scene, so you're good. Yeah, so what's the release date for that again? The release date is October 6th, and if you're wondering, I may or may not have requested the day off of work. Love that. For you. <laughs> She's just gonna watch it over and over again. <laughs> I, I might not watch the full movie, I might just wait to see who he plays. And then if he's, I think he's, he's, I don't think he's gonna be a final character because it doesn't fit like what we've seen of like bts mm-hmm. but i might just watch him die over and over again <sighs> that's sad but you guys can probably look forward to a recap of the movie once it comes out i'm sure we will have to talk about okay. it so We're gonna have to that might be our bonus it. content have... one month um i can't do gore so that's gonna be fun i'll make i'll i'll find a way to download it and we'll just edit the gore out Laura's recap's gonna be, well, I closed my eyes for half of it, but Berkeley looks good. Like, I cannot. Like, it's gonna be like, Berkeley's hot, and then I turn the movie off. <laughs> too messy. Mind you, I, like, I, haven't put the book, I haven't picked the book up since the football player Matt died, because it was like, he, like, if he's playing Matt, he gets the goriest death in the book. I'm trying to find it. Hold on. Then I'm gonna close my eyes. And maybe we'll get more cast information coming out then too. Like maybe they'll update the IMDb page and we'll know exactly who Berkeley. I kind of was. I was. I was doing some digging because you know, again, I've been trying to get a date. I've been looking for a release date for months. As you literally heard last week in the podcast, I was complaining about how we hadn't had a release date yet, and we finally got one. I know that was like really crazy timing. So I literally complained my way into it. Manifest it. Love that for you. And then we also have a, a birthday, right? Do we have a birthday? A very special birthday, yeah. Emily. Oh, wow. I'm such a space case. So it is my, it, yesterday was my dog, Millington, named after Yay. our Lord and Savior, Amber Millington. I'm kidding. <laughs> you know? I mean, are you though? <laughs> are we? I am an Amber Millington stan. I really am. Me too. Me I don't even say I'm, I'm not a stan. Yeah. I'm like, I just, I love Amber Millington. So yeah. I named my dog Millington after Amber Millington. And she is, she's my dog, turned eight yesterday. Happy birthday. She got carrot cake for her birthday. 
Millington. Millington. All right, let's go. Summary time. So Sabuna is at breakfast discussing the next task. They think that they need to find six reflectors with some sort of bird symbol since the regular mirror didn't work. Amber asks what the dollhouse has to say, but Fabian says nothing yet. Then Nina spaces out and Fabian asks what's wrong. She says she feels like she's seen the symbol before, but she can't fully remember. She asks what day it is and Patricia says Tuesday. And then Nina remembers she's supposed to visit her grand today. Fabian also reminds everyone that they still need to get the amulet back from Victor. So Patricia, the way she says Tuesday reminds me of the TikTok sound where they're like, it's Tuesday, isn't it? So that was my Literally, yeah. Didn't Tess literally just tweet something about this the other day? As oh, did she? I didn't even see that. I believe so. She said something same, about same like how uh, t- Patricia roasts Eddie for sounding being like American, and she roasts Nina for being American. But then Patricia has like the world's most stereotypical British accent. Yeah, it's Tuesday. Tess and us are, are in the same. We're on like the same episodes as each other, which I love. I love that. Oh, I had notes here. I was just in my I'm in my own little world, y'all. <laughs> Patricia, like I'm gonna make toes. I don't give a ID. IDGAF until she had thoughts and opinions to add to this conversation. Because you literally watch like Nina Fabian are talking, she's like la di da di da toast. And then in the she background, she can talk. And then in the background, Mara and Joy are like, they're like huddled up together, but like they're pouring juice and they like taking a really long time to do it. They they're like something's like- happening here, and we're not going to intrude. <laughs> They, they were obviously, like, given the direction to, like, not interrupt their conversation, but be in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so they're just like, I guess we're gonna sit, but I just said I love them. I guess we're gonna, like, stand in the back Me of the too. I love Mara and Joy, and I love Tazy and Clarissa, so, like, we love that content. And then I just said hello to Fabian's jumper. So at school, Jerome approaches Eddie in the hallway and asks if he has the notes for French. Eddie's only half paying attention, says yeah, and then hands Jerome a sandwich. So Jerome's like, uh, you have something on your mind? And then Eddie just scoffs at him and Jerome's like, hey, I'm not all bad. You can talk to me. So Eddie explains that he had a date with Patricia and they didn't kiss afterwards. Oh, (laughs) the drama. And Jerome's like, oh, I thought you were super smooth. But Eddie's like, no, like Patricia's different. I've never felt like this before. And so Jerome's like, all right, buddy, next time you see her, just go look at those luscious lips and plant one on her, plant a smackaroo. <laughs> and then Patricia walks by and she's like eating chips. So they do this like really gross close up on her lips and she just like pours chips into her mouth and like licks her lips. I hated it. <laughs> Me too, bestie. Me too. Just, and I feel like that was probably so uncomfortable to film. Also, I just, Eddie, I missed you, buddy. Where have you been? <laughs> he's been MIA not that I realized that <laughs> um, I didn't either till the end of the episode so him handing Jerome a sandwich thought that was funny I love the Jerome Eddie dynamic and then I'm just laughing so hard at Eddie literally being like Patricia's so hot and meanwhile we're just like watching Patricia just like straight up each <laughs> and Jerome refers to Eddie as my American friend and I was like oh so Nina walks into the Frobisher library and asks where Trudy is, since she's supposed to be taking her to see her gran. Jasper says that she must have forgotten, so Nina's like, alright, never mind, and leaves, but you can tell she feels like something's off. Back at the house, Piper's sneaking into the kitchen when Victor appears from behind the sink, and he's like, why aren't you in class? Because he thinks it's Patricia. So Patricia is like, oh my gosh, or not Patricia. Piper's like, oh, you scared the life out of me, but like, I'm very impressed, you're very scary. And then he's like, are you mocking me? And she's like, no, that must have been really hard work trying to keep everyone in line. Like, I think it's very impressive. And then he's like, very confused, but it's like, just change and head to class. So all I had to say was Piper is the cutest. <laughs> she's just so adorable. Um, Sorry, I'm reading 
Heroes of Olympus. Like Emily, <laughs> Emily we're recording. <laughs> okay, great. We're getting Heroes of Olympus and we start talking about boys after this. <laughs> I, can, I can do it all, guys. <laughs> There's a character named Piper. Oh, it's fine. That's, that's the same Piper. Okay, so it does always confuse me because people in my timeline are always talking about Piper, and I'm like so true lover, and then I'm like, wait, wrong <laughs> you, would probably, you would probably like the Piper, too. Listen, Pipers are my Okay, friends. okay, okay, okay. So on this note, it's just Piper, please. Also, like, she and Patricia don't even have, like, the same accent. I know. Pretty close. Which is interesting. Like, why, I don't know how to words, but Piper almost sounds more, like, American. Does that make sense? Piper sounds She's, more posh to me. She does. Okay, maybe that's what I'm trying to say. And I don't know if it's just, like, Jade and Nikita playing them differently, because in real life, do they sound different from each other? All right, time to rewatch Capture. Let's go, yeah, Besties. I don't remember, from re- like, watching Capture, real 90s kids remember. Or, like, if she was just, like, kind of instructed to, like, play Piper as, like, more kind of prim and proper, because, like, she definitely sounds... Yeah, maybe that was the direction. I don't know. Nikita, come on the pod. <laughs> oh, I'd love that. I just said, you're a very scary man, and then I just said, Piper and Victor are besties. So when Victor leaves, Piper sneaks back into the kitchen so she can grab food, but then Eddie walks in and is very confused because he's like, I just saw you at school in uniform eating chips, and now you're here, out of uniform, trying to eat food. (laughs) And so then she just counters back and is like, why aren't you in school? And he's just like, oh, well, I like to skip 15 to 20% of my classes. (laughs) And has some excuse for like, oh, it's enough to like keep my bad boy rep, but it won't get me expelled. (laughs) (laughs) He really thought about that one. I know he did. (laughs) Piper says that this has been a lot of talking and Eddie's like I know but it's just nice to hear your voice and then he kind of like closes the gap between them and then kisses her and then he pulls away and Piper looks completely stunned and he's like there you go second kiss ever but then she's still not speaking so he gets a little awkward and just kind of walks away but this would have been so freaking cute if it was petty I kind of like I'm kind of sad it wasn't a petty kiss Um, but also do we think this was Piper's first kiss I just said I hope not for her sake Piper refuses to claim it, though. Like, for the yeah, rest of their yeah. lives, they both have to be like, my first kiss was Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> Piper, like, I, I refuse to claim that energy. Yeah, would you count it? I sent you guys that TikTok, though, that's like, there was a mistake on my sister's, like, marriage certificate, so I married her husband. And now every time he sees me, he calls me his first wife because, like, that's big this energy. That's Piper's like on. ready to murder him. Patricia and Piper are both ready to murder him. He thinks it's the funniest thing in the damn world. <laughs> All right. Patricia really did like a whole ass not tell her twin she had a boyfriend. I know we discussed this last week, but like that's kind of She didn't think it would come up. Like she didn't brief her at all. She told her nothing. She's like just she pretend said, to be me. Pretend to be me. Piper's like, okay. My other, my next note was maintain my rep, which I just said he's so stupid. Like I love, I love me this dumb man. And then Piper going very wise of Jerome, to which I responded to that line with, "Well, that's the first. We ain't gonna hear that again." Oh my god! And then I lastly, I'm like, I'm not. Unco- I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm uncomfy with the scene, but like I get such this one, and I'm like I love next week's episode, but the secondhand embarrassment besties is. <laughs> so strong like it's so, it's so strong like i'm having a fun time but also like oh the cringe level so first off when piper goes to like grab the food she says come to mama and um 
I know we've discussed this before, but didn't Alfie say like come to Papa or something in the Chinese? Yeah. Episode? So I just said, I said I'm disowning them both. <laughs> no longer Pipey Stan, I disown them <laughs> for being cringy, but it's also cute. I appreciate that there's no way they purposely did this to parallel Alfie, but like as a Pipey Stan, I appreciate it. But also, I disown them. Whoever's writing this must just be cringy like that. Like, I'm just the writer. I think so. Like They're that. like, that's what the kids say, right? Oh, yeah. No. Um, also, I was getting great joy out of how much she did not want to speak to Eddie. Like, Eddie kept talking to her, and she literally was just like, shut up. Like, he was like, this is a lot of talking. She's like, you're right. And he's, he's like, Jerome. We said, like, she said, very wise. He literally was like, Jerome told me not to talk. And she's like, very wise. And she's like, she's like, shut up and leave me alone, sir. It's so funny. And then just the, the smack him going smackaroo kissing and her going smack a what <laughs> In Nina and Amber's room, Amber's complaining that every morning she likes to give the dolls a job in the dollhouse, but then when she opens it back up, they've moved and she thinks it's Alfie. So then she does it again and closes it and then opens it and then she realizes that they're moving on their own. So then Nina and Fabian jump up and they're like, Sarah must be trying to tell us something. So the dolls are then sitting in Victor's office and they're like, this must be a clue to finding one of the reflectors. My only comment on this scene is Nina wearing no pants again. She's in her no pants shorts again. <laughs> She's like wearing like a long button up shirt in her short shorts that look like she's wearing no pants. It's a look. I mean, it's a look, but it's also like Nina's pants wear a look. Yeah, I know. <laughs> So they go into Victor's office and start looking, but then Victor comes back before the, they can really make any progress. Jerome shows up to the library to report to one of his last shifts with Jasper. Jasper asks him to help with book inventory, but when he lifts the pile of books, Jerome sees a letter with Jasper's name on it. He says it's from Trudy, and Jerome takes a look and is like, hey, can I read this? So it says that Trudy had to go visit her nieces because her brother broke his leg and that she'll be back soon or something like that, or like, sorry for leaving so suddenly. Then we cut back to the house. Piper's in the laundry room. When Alfie walks in, he says, hey, Trixie. And then uh, Piper offers to take his laundry. And Alfie's like, wait, what? Like, are you sure we're not like on some kind of hidden camera show? What's going on? And she's like, no, you're not. Like, I'll just I'll do your laundry. It's fine. And he's like, thank you. That's really sweet of you, but extremely out of character. Um, Go, okay, ready, Laura? Uh, oh, God. First of <laughs> all, I just said, everyone shut up. <laughs> 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 Okay, so I took my notes at work today, and it was taking everything in me to just be sitting there at my desk, like, half working, half watching this, and not just go fucking feral of this entire scene. I said, everyone shut up. Alfie and the Williamson's in the laundry room is something that could be so personal. Laundry room scene, elite. And then I just said... I was just screaming, like, internally, but then I just said, Alfie being shook that Patricia is being nice to him and being into it, handshake emoji, with Eddie being shook that Patricia is being nice to him, but, like, not liking it, chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have any last thoughts, since you kind of, like, couldn't go too crazy about the Petrovi oh no, scene? it's just the Petrovi laundry room scene and the Pipey laundry room scene, like, scenes that live right free in my head i made a gift set of them together back in the day you can go find it on my Tumblr. we should reblog it on our Tumblr. we should reblog yeah actually yeah we can reblog it it's not a very good gift set because i made it in like 2012 but you can go reblog it on our tumblr yeah <laughs> don't go search for it on my tumblr actually that's a bad idea um i don't know like 
this must be a purposeful parallel, right? Like, the the to Mama kind of Papa thing, I think it's just a writer's name, Trendy. But do we think that the, like, laundry room, we never see the kids in the laundry room, and the fact that both of these scenes are in the laundry room, love the house in yeah. the laundry room. It could be on purpose. I, I want to believe it. Or do we think they purpose. just were, like, they're just in the laundry room, and they, like, forgot that there was, like, a major pinnacle scene between Patricia and Alfie in the laundry room? I don't know. How much credit do we want to give the writers? Yeah, how much credit are we giving the writers for any of this? That is questionable. But we never get to see the laundry room and the path that we get the laundry room. And they're just, like, cute and flirty. And, like, he's so confused, but he's kind of about it. And But, like, she's just, like, immediately, like, oh, yeah, like, I like Alvy. Okay. It's cute. <laughs> it's very cute. This scene was rent-free, rent-free forever. So... Alfie says she must be getting used to doing things in twos now, and Piper freezes, but Alfie mentions uh, Eddie, and she's like, oh yeah, that guy. And Alfie's like, you're dating now, right? And she's like, oh, and Alfie's like, so you're not? And then Piper just rushes out, because she's just overwhelmed. <laughs> and frankly, Piper just did not understand the assignment. <laughs> like, does she, does she really think this man was just like randomly kissing her in the kitchen like i feel like she could have figured it out yeah her brain until albie says you guys are dating was just like some random guy just kissed patricia <laughs> like does she just think that's something they do in a new house like i am no the thing is though he literally said like second kiss so just, like in her mind she's not like oh this guy and patricia have kissed before she's like right. weird but okay <laughs> I just was dying at her literally her reaction to Alfie bringing up Eddie was oh that guy kid can't control himself man <laughs> like he just goes around kissing people <laughs> kids can't control <laughs> she's like damn this random guy kissed me and then Alfie's like you're dating she's like wait this makes sense <laughs> Makes much more sense. No brain cell for Piper today. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so in the kitchen, Nina's blowing soap bubbles at Fabian as Piper rushes past. Alfie follows her and Nina's like, what's wrong with Patricia? Why is she acting so weird? And Alfie's like, I don't know. I kind of like it. It's just like really interesting to me. And I guess people could use this as like argument for romantic Patralfi, but like all Patricia had to do was agree to do Alfie's laundry and now he's in love with her. Like, <laughs> the bar is on the floor. The bar like, is we really know on the floor. Like, he thinks it's Patricia. Like, she really didn't the do much. Is on the floor for Alfie because he was like... But I just said to this, it's so funny how normally Alfie... Because we discussed this, we literally discussed this with Alex. Like, normally Alfie kind of seems to be into girls kind of being mean to him. Mm-hmm. But in this instance, like, he's never been into Patricia romantically, or at least from, like, what we know. Like, we could say, potentially. But, like, as our general concept, like, they're bros. Like, yeah, he's not, like, into Patricia romantically. And she's, like, she's not mean to him. But, like, she's, like, sassy, and, like, that's kind of their dynamic. Like, she's, like, yeah. bickery, kind of mean. Like, she's not, like, I'm gonna do your laundry, I'll do, like, like she's, like, whatever. Like, so it's interesting because we know that Alfie, like, is into Amber being mean to him, etc., etc. Not into Patricia being mean to him, but if Patricia was nice to him, apparently she, he would be into her. That's what we're inferring from the scene. If Patricia started hilarious. being, 
like nice to him and like being like let me do your laundry and stuff but there's also like this whole thing which is like what I also brought up with the parallel that it's like obviously like Eddie is into Patricia like for Patricia and Alfie is into Patricia aka Piper like for Piper because Alfie is never into Patricia until Piper just starts acting not like Patricia and being like the way that she is towards him yeah. And meanwhile, when Piper starts acting like herself and not like Patricia and, like, not sassing him after they kiss and, like, he basically, after he kissed her, was like, why are you not sassing me, blah, blah, blah. Like, he was not right? happy about it. Yeah. So it's, like, a great, like, parallel of, like, them liking each other for each other. But it is twins. interesting, yeah. like, of the implications of Patricia and Alfie's relationship brought about by the fact that Alfie would apparently fall off the Patricia if she started being nicer to him. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's just kind of, though, like, like that thing, like, if you're, like, bros with someone, but, like, then the dyna- if the dynamic, like, changed and you stop being, like... Oh, I've been there. Because their relationship is very bros because of the way that they are. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> so, regardless of the weird Patrofi dynamic happening here, Pyfe's cute. Like, they are, they are cute. So, um, the, like, little bubble blowing Fabina scene is so cute. It is very cute. Look at them. I said flirty Fabina. Also, like, this is a, but this is only because I watch this episode so much. Like, a Fabina moment that, like, sticks out in my brain as, like, a Fabina moment. No, I say that, like, they're so flirty in season two. (laughs) They're not so flirty in season two either. And this is, like, the only time they're ever being flirty is in the episode I watched, like, a hundred times. So I'm like, wait, maybe I do like season two Fabina, but only in this episode. So Nina and Fabian are rereading the clue in the kitchen once they're alone. But then Victor walks down and he's kind of like lurking in the doorway and eavesdropping. Fabian realizes that all six reflectors must be in Anubis' house. And then Victor looks down at his pocket watch and realizes that it has the bird symbol on it. So then it cuts to Victor and Vera in his office. It was a really cool cut, by the way. It happened so fast because it's like a close up on the locket. Like you see Victor in the hallway, close up on the locket. And then when he pulls away, they're suddenly in the office with Vera. So that was like a really cool transition. Um, and he's basically just like explaining everything that he just overheard and that like they have a reflector that the kids don't. And he's like, we're so close. I can feel it. So then we cut to Trudy who is locked in a shed and a person we can't see brings her food and she starts begging them to let her go. So Trudy does not deserve this. Save Trudy. But that is the end of the first half of the episode. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right. So we are back. Victor is in the tunnels investigating the next task. He places his pocket watch on one of the hands that's like in the task chamber and the beam that's coming down reflects off of it and then bends into another direction. So then he walks over to the Zodiac chart and he copies it into his notebook. So this whole scene, Victor's like, genius, Robert, Robert, you're so clever. And I just said, why does Victor simp so hard for Robert? (laughs) Robert, Victor, OTP? Exactly. Apparently. Corbiar is going to be jealous. That, that's a bit weird because I also ship Victor Sarah and Robert Sarah's dad's a spy. That's true. <laughs> Victor is, okay, but please explain to me and I will, I will, I'll bring it up in season three, but why is everyone so like in love with Robert in season three? Debbie was ready to hop on one knee and propose. Debbie and Victor were like trying to have like a threesome with fucking Robert for the first time. Exactly, though. Sandy was so in love with him and I don't understand just like what was going on there you're not wrong so um back in the house like upstairs Nina and Amber are in their room and they decide to ask Sarah for another clue because they need help so they open the dollhouse and they see that the dolls are suddenly in their room 
And then Nina realizes that she has a music box from Sarah. So she pulls it out and they see that the bird symbol is on the mirror that's inside. I just said Nina's hair is cute. And then I just said, I love how apparently Nina knows that Sarah's favorite nursery rhyme is Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Like, when in their conversation did she just say that? She probably just started singing it because she was kind of like losing it. Yeah. Like me too, bestie. Jasper's on the phone telling someone about how the Frobisher shield is a family heirloom and the gem is the most interesting part. But then Jerome is eavesdropping. This is all at school, by the way. Um, in the background so then Jerome cuts him off and is like see something you like and Jasper's like isn't it a little too late for you to be walking around the school but Jerome's like I could ask you the same thing and so then Jerome is challenging him and is like why are you talking about the Frobisher gem and Jasper's like I wasn't talking about it but Jerome's like I literally heard you talk about the Frobisher Smythes and the gem like you can't fool me so uh, then he's like, I also heard you mention something about a collector. Like, what are you trying to do? And Jasper's like, look, you have excellent hearing, Jerome. And then just kind of slips away without really confirming anything. Oh, did they say walking around the school? I thought he said that they were like skulking around the school. And I was like, oh, he that? did. I just didn't know exactly what he okay. said. So I changed it. <laughs> he was like stalking or skulking or something weird. Sulking, something like that. Maybe. Um, also, Jerome brings up that somebody was supposed to be playing Ode to Joy. And I just said Ode to Joy, huh? Joy crumbs, not Joy really. Crumbs. <laughs> um, and then That's he like says, half a crumb. Have have a Joy crumb. Um, and he says that they turned it into a dubstep mashup. So which I tried to literally just said I love 2012. TBT. And then he's like, "Oh, I knew you were talking about the Frobisher gem by the fact that you said the words Frobisher and gem." We love sassy Jerome. So Victor is in his office showing Vera how the zodiac chart in the tunnels matches the one in the Book of Isis. He explains that the symbols are clues. And for example, the hieroglyph for time is across the hieroglyph for gold. So that means his gold pocket watch. He also shows her that they have the advantage because the zodiac in the tunnels is only half full. But the zodiac in the Book of Isis has the whole. First I just said, damn, someone tell me my zodiac sign on this. And then I said, oh, because they were saying that they have like across from each other like corresponding signs so i said oh this is like sister signs and then i said me and gemini's besties forever because sagittarius <laughs> and gemini's are sister signs oh i didn't know that that's fun i wonder what yeah, my sister so sign is hold on your sign yeah look up your virgo sister sign pisces which is really ironic because you know what my uh moon is pisces, pisces. spicy pisces. Do, you, do you do you have a lot of spicy pisces do you have a lot of friends that are pisces no. I know a lot of Pisces. Supposedly you're supposed to get along really well with your sister signs, and I will say I do love Geminis, but don't know, but you are supposed to get along really, know really a lot well. Of Geminis. I know a lot of Geminis ever like half my coworkers are Geminis. Oh, my <laughs> mom might be a Gemini. I get along with my mom. <laughs> Does that count? My dad's a Pisces. Love that. So so this is only relevant to me because apparently I fucking love Geminis. All I can think of is Sarah, redhead, Gemini. <laughs> so the next morning, Piper's trying to sneak downstairs again when Alfie walks in. She tries to hide, but he can see her. So she's just like, hi, Alfie. And he looks very confused, but he's like, hey, Patricia. And she looks down at his croissant and he's, she's like, that looks nice. And he decides to offer it to her since she seems hungry. And she's like, Alfie, you are genuinely the nicest guy I've ever met. And then she kisses his head and says, thank you, and runs upstairs. And Alfie's just like beaming. So all I have to say is them, ladies and gentlemen. Them. Okay, Laura. Alfie gave up food for her. That's a big deal. It is. 
Um, so my notes are Alfie, no, because I just <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. Don't hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. So I know Piper said like as Piper as Patricia said, like she'd anywhere to think. But also like you're technically kind of pursuing your female best friend who may or may not have a boyfriend. True. Well that's that's making deeper than what it actually is. But also, Piper, please, please stop. Piper is Piper did not understand the assignments. No. Listen, they are both messy, and maybe that's why I fucking love them. I just laugh because she says hi, Alfie, but like it's definitely like her try- definitely trying to like mentally confirm with herself that this is Alfie. Like she's like not a hundred percent sure this is Alfie, but she's gonna guess. Like she's seen like pictures of like the people in the house. So she's just like going off that. Then just delicious. Then I said cuties. Then I said that forehead kiss and five bajillion explanation points. Laura's exploding. This is like me during every Mick and Mara episode in season one. Listen, if y'all can see my face, which I know, well, they can, but like the listeners cannot. I'm very She's happy. Beaming. <laughs> so Mr. Sweet calls for Eddie over the loudspeaker at school and Eddie walks into his office. And then Mr. Sweet explains he thought it was time that they made plans to spend more time together, which is kind of adorable. And he's like, you know, I think we sh- I should take you out for a meal. And Eddie's like, cool. And then he's like, I also thought that you could bring a friend. And Eddie looks really confused. And Mr. Sweet's like, well, Miss Valentine told me that you have a lady friend. And then he's, he keeps going on. And he's like, is it Miss Millington? She's very pretty or something like that. She's very nice then, or very sweet. Very, very nice. Sweet. That's what it is. Okay. And Eddie's like, oh, no, it's actually Patricia. And Mr. Sweet, like, almost chokes on his tea. And then he's like, uh, well, I look forward to enjoying both of your company. But he seems very confused. <laughs> um, All I had to say was Ameti. Amber Eddie, okay. Crumbs. <laughs> okay, so I didn't type this in here. But not Patricia and Eddie really haven't been, like, flirty at school. So, like, how did Mrs. Valentine know that they were, like... <laughs> I feel like she likes tea. She probably just like gets all the dirt. Like she probably talks to Joy or something. I bet Joy would be like, okay, so here's who's dating who. This person did this. Phoebe and Anita just broke up. Like Mick and Mara were a thing, and then Jerome stuck in, and then now they're good. (laughs) I feel like Joy would, or like, yo, you got any tea? And Joy's like, I walked in on Patricia and Eddie making out. Right? Yeah. I feel like they're they're besties. Honestly, that makes sense. Okay, so. I, I use the phrase I'm uncomfy a lot with like stuff that happens in this episode, but it's more like secondhand embarrassment because like Eddie and Mr. Sweet in the scene, oh man, the strong secondhand embarrassment hits hard. Okay, but not to be like this, but Mr. Sweet and Eddie do not get any less awkward than this as the show goes on. Like they they get a little less, but it's always kind of in the same wheelhouse of awkward. Like they never really completely patch up that relationship. Yeah, so, but that seems pretty realistic too, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, why does he want like Eddie's lady friend to be Amber? <laughs> he ships it. I wish he said Mara. That would have been really funny. That would have actually been really funny, given really later funny. events. Yeah. Okay, but if you watch it, Mister Sweet's face—he goes through like all like all of the stages of grief <laughs> while trying to process this. I just throw Edison out. So literally, I don't know what's going on in this. Mr. Sweet comes on the loudspeaker is like Edison come to Mr. Sweet's office but Eddie is like right outside his door so Eddie's like hey what's up maybe it was just Eddie... good timing maybe Eddie was like walking yeah. by the office and he's like I guess like I guess then he also said what the hey to something and then I just missed Valentine gossiping 
She's like, hey, Mr. Sweet, heard Eddie and Patricia are the same. Or, like, heard Eddie's got a girlfriend. <laughs> Does Miss Valentine know that, like, Mr. Sweet is Eddie's dad? Or is she just literally dead-ass gossiping about the students to Mr. Sweet? I bet she's just, I bet she's just gossiping. <laughs> Maybe she was gossiping to another teacher and Mr. Sweet overheard. Oh, and then he's like, wait, what, what's that you said about Edison? Maybe Mr. Sweet inquired what she knew because he's one of their exchange students and he wants to know what she knows so oh. he can try to make it, the school a more rewarding experience for their American exchange students. You're that just sells out whenever she talks about Nina. So Eddie walks into the lounge and finds Patricia. He tells her that his dad wants to take them out to dinner, but he's like, I know you probably don't want to go because he's just going to drone on about classical music. And then Patricia cuts him off and he's like, I accept. And she's like, that sounds great. And Eddie looks very confused, but he's just like, all right, I'll, I'll go tell him, I guess. <laughs> so at first Patricia's like, ugh. But then I said, honestly, even like without the Piper thing, like it's free dinner at a nice restaurant. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. But we'll find out later, Patricia. Patricia doesn't do restaurants. That's fair. True. I just said, haha, OMG. Patricia only slightly hesitating and then immediately realizing, like, she can send Piper. Yeah, it's funny. She's like, "Mm, no. And then she's like, wait a minute. So Patricia gets up and walks away just as Fabian enters. Fabian walks up to Eddie as Patricia is walking away and he could tell something's off. So he's like, Eddie, you good? And then Eddie's like, I kissed Patricia. And Fabian's like, and now you're a zombie. (laughs) So then Eddie explains that she's changed and she seems like she's trying to impress him now. And Fabian points out that that doesn't really sound like Patricia. And Eddie's like, exactly. And he walks away and he's kind of muttering to himself, like, is she still the one? Um, I laughed so hard at Fabian's zombie line, like (laughs) Brad Kavana, comedy king. Um, And I also just like this little roomy bonding moment. They don't talk much. So this was kind of nice. Look at them like trying to give each other advice. It's very cute. Um, I too like the zombie line that I just said. I I know I talked about this a little bit earlier, but like he likes her for her. A bunch of explanation points. You must like me for me. (laughs) And then I just said, she's still the one. The one. Okay. I kind of responded. Like I didn't respond to you, but like I have the same connotation. Like, He's like, she's still the one, right? Like, sir, you are, like, 16, 17. Um, you've been on one date. He's a simp. He I is know. a simp. From what he knows, he's kissed her twice. Right? Like, he's he's really ready to be like, I love her. He's, like, he's ready to hop on and propose. Right? Damn, oh. get you a man that's committed to you the way Eddie Miller is apparently committed to Patricia. I kind of did, guys. Ooh, well, <laughs> this is for after the podcast, Brenna. Okay, we're doing that afterwards, remember, so I can read my book. Yep. <laughs> All right, so Eddie walks away, and then Alfie walks in and sits down next to Fabian. And then he just sits down and is like, Patricia's the one. And Fabian's so confused. And Alfie's like, I wonder what we could be called. You'll have to help me. Like, Alf Trisha, Patralfi. And then Fabian just gets up and leave. But then he walks by Patricia again. And he's just like, stay away from me. (laughs) (laughs) So good. And I was laughing so hard. So funny. Oh, man. And Alfie called them Patralfi. So I'm going to say they're Patralfi confirmed. But just the whole timing of these three scenes was so funny and the way that like Eddie walks out saying, is Patricia the one? And then we immediately cut to like Alfie going, Patricia's the one was just like, oh, so oh good. God. The timing was immaculate. Oh my God. I just like, 
stunning me. I think Patricia's the one. Both of these boys went zero to 100 real quick. Like, she offered to do his laundry one time, and then he gave her a croissant, and she kissed his head. And then she's like, he's like, she's the one. Or she's decided that I'm the one. Oh, my God. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, no, no, no. Alfie went from zero to 100, and he went from, like, 25 to 100. There's a little yeah, bit okay, of a difference yeah. there. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we'll I'm from like this is my best. Some build up. to like I am in love with her because she was nice to me once. <laughs> like me too, bestie. <laughs> Alfresha Petrofi. Then you know you're good at riddles. I love coming up with ship names. It's a riddle. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is it is it not? Sometimes, literally, not again with the ship names thing. Them unironically calling themselves on the. thinking that too fabian in the scene is just i know we've like kind of touched on it but like it's iconic like where is this like give this man an emmy for season two of house of anubis he's He's so so funny funny. they need to let baby be funny more often because brad is so funny he's hilarious (laughs) he's got really good comedic timing yeah he does yeah so back at the house patricia asks piper for a favor and she's like, all right, I need you to go on a date with my cute boyfriend and pretend to be me and then impress his dad, who happens to be the principal. And then Joy walks in and is like, Mr. Sweet and Eddie? And Patricia's like, oh, yeah, sorry, I didn't tell you. Just don't tell anyone else. And then, like, goes back to Piper. And Piper's like, oh, I don't know. This is kind of weird. So Patricia's like, well, if you don't do it, I'm calling dad. So then Piper's like, oh, I guess I'm doing it. But then Joy's in the background still like, Eddie and Mr. Sweet, like... <laughs> She's trying to process. I don't think you guys was, you guys aren't watching this on video, but I just took a sip of my water and it just <laughs> water just came out of my nose. <laughs> no, are you okay? I'll read your part. All you said is joy in this scene is iconic. She is. I said OMG joy. Then I said also girl get a hamper because Joy literally walked up there like carrying her laundry in her hands. Like girl. Get a hamper. Well, you know, Patricia you like didn't this? offer to do her laundry, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I just was laughing again at like Piper being like, "Ooh, Eddie, she's so funny." Like she is. So yeah, there's a part where she's almost like she's like, "But I like," and then Patricia cuts her off, and she was gonna say, and "Patricia's Alfie. like, no." She's she's trying to be like, "I like Alfie," and she is so done with the concept of Eddie. But Patricia's like, "Eddie is so cute, and he's my boyfriend, and you're gonna go date with him." And Piper's like, "Ew." I know. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> to be fair, her first introduction to this man was him randomly kissing her, so like I too yeah. would kind of be like, who? Maybe she wouldn't be like that if Patricia actually explained the assignment to her. Yeah, maybe Patricia Did she was not like, understand the assignment, or was Patricia just really bad at giving Patricia her didn't give her any information, so then That's she true. was just diving. Did like did Patricia expect her to like hide out in her room more? Or I guess she didn't feed her. She put no effort into feeding her. The reason she kept leaving the room was to try to like get food. Patricia like did not give her any food. That's a very good point. And then I just said that sister for hid for you. Um, Eddie and Mister Sweet. And then I just said this episode is so good. Whoever wrote this episode, we'll have to look it up. Ten but, out of like, ten. The, ten out of ten. It's so funny. It's so good. It really is. I feel like we've had a lot of those episodes lately, though. Like, I mean, last week was really definitely more of, like, a filler. But, like, you yeah. just get those episodes where it's, like, nothing really happens to advance the plot. But they're just, they're fun. Season two's just special. 
Yeah. Did you? I think like I just got to come out of it with always thinking, but did I have fun? Exactly. Oh, I'm having so much fun right now. <laughs> Laura's Piper Power Hour is really like full full speed ahead, Bethany. Full speed ahead. I've been waiting for this one, quite literally. <laughs> I've been waiting for this since the day we started this podcast. <laughs> you know, <laughs> over a year. It's finally here. <laughs> so the podcast isn't going to finish season three. We're just going to stop at House of Rainbows is what I've gathered. Oh my God, no, <laughs> We're like, yeah, nothing else matters. No, I, there's some Jeroy stuff I need to get to after House of Rainbows. There, there's so some I'll nice carry the rest of the podcast three. through. Piper shows up towards the end of season three, just on video chat. Okay, so Jasper is at the school again, and he checks if the coast is clear and then starts opening the case with the shield. And of course, Jerome happens to be walking down the hallway. Jasper takes the gem off the shield, but then he hears Jerome and he quickly hides. So Jerome goes to see what's going on because he hears something. And then he realizes that the gem has been stolen and the case is right open. So he like runs to Mr. Sweet to let him know. Meanwhile, Jasper, when the coast is clear, runs back to the case, sneakily puts in a fake gem and then sneaks off again. So then by the time um, Mr. Sweet and Jerome come back, Mr. Sweet's like, what are you talking about? It's still here. And Jerome's like, I swear it was gone. It was just gone a minute ago. There's a thief. I'm going to find you, thief. And then the episode ends. There's a poor Jerome. Yeah. Yeah, I do understand how frustrating that is because he put a lot of effort into getting that that gem. So if it's genuinely stolen, I'd be pretty pissed too. But uh, that is the end of the episode. Well, we'll start with the brain cell of the week. Ain't nobody smart. Uh, Fabian figured out the bird symbol oh, thing. Fabian smart. Fabian was smart. Ain't Piper or Patricia. And he kind of figured out. I mean, it was like kind of part Nina, part Fabian figured out like the dolls are telling us something. So that was smart. Mm-hmm. That's true. So I'm just gonna say Fabian. Let's give it. Yeah, I'll give it to Fabian. Fabian gets it a lot, but I mean, deserved. Deserved. Fabian is like the smart member of Sabrina. Yeah. Um, and then first, first ship. I'm thinking, um, Amber and Eddie. Sure. I think yeah. um, Piper and Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) Piper and Eddie for their kids. (laughs) No, obviously it's Pifey. Pifey wins this one. Yeah, it's Pifey. As someone who's edited pipey pipey videos a lot, these this, this episode is like has some iconic ep- scenes for edits. This, this episode, the episode after that, <laughs> <laughs> like I've used the that. Ep- them chasing each other in the laundry room, and then the kiss on the forehead's important. So, pipey. We, we get like one pipey scene next episode, and then we get the right, and then the next episode we get the piano scene, and yes. In the I recognize your talent. <laughs> Buckle in, guys. Laura's Piper Power Hour has only just begun. It's only just <laughs> begun, but it's going to end as quickly as it begun. Until season three, where she shows up for two seconds on a video chat. <laughs> That's a Piper Eddie again. That's like when I get to freak out over Mick showing up on video chat. Can't wait. <laughs> it's coming soon. <laughs> We're giving crumbs. All right. Well, I think we're going to play some Mad Libs. Okay, Nashville Gossip Column or That Girl in a Country Song. What do we want to do? Gossip Column in honor of Miss Valentine. <laughs> gossip Column about all the children. Okay, we need a celebrity female. I'm going to say um, Natalia Ramos. Um, do we want to go red again for color? Yeah, red is fine. Anubis House. I need a celebrity male. Eugene Simon. I'm not typing in their full names, and I also misspelled red. Don't even ask me how. I need another celebrity <laughs> female. Um, Jade. 
I didn't do it on purpose. It's one of those things where, oh, I got mail. I'm going to go with Berkeley. Spice. I need another celebrity mail. We're going we're gonna to run out of male cast members at this rate. I need a female. A female. Nikita? I spelled Nikita <laughs> wrong, too. I got another got celebrity male again. I'm going to go with Paul. Okay, it's probably good <laughs> that we changed this to, like, the House of Heroes cast because we really would have just, like, started saying a bunch of random celebrities. <laughs> I need an I adjective. I didn't know this whole thing was about celebrities. Um, adjective. Flirty. Uh, part of the body. Leg. Um, we need another adjective, and that is on moi. I'm going to go with brave. That was it, guys. We did it. All right. I'm ready for the gossip column. Nashville gossip column scandal. Natalia was seen checking into Omni Hotel with a red bedazzled Anubis house case and a huge suitcase <laughs> despite the fact that she only lives 20 minutes away. Could she be leaving Eugene? Blind item. A little bl- <laughs> a little blurb told us that Jade, Berkeley, and Alex are performing a secret show at the Bluebird Cafe next week. Anyone got a line on tickets? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> wedding bells Nikita has been on tour as the opening act for Paul for the last six months yesterday she was <laughs> with a flirty diamond ring on her left hand could these lovebirds be engaged <laughs> yes Gossip. What sexy singer was seen leaving the hospital with bandages under his ambiguous Stetson? Did he bump his leg, crowd surfing on tour, or could he be getting plugs for that brave airline? <laughs> what was that? They were all so funny that we got that one. Oh man, that was good. That was a good one. I would have read the dad's old Anubis house suitcase. Me too, Natalia. Share. Where'd you get it? <laughs> God, did like a big eye of Horus on her, it? Yeah. Her giant um, American flag suitcase. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, that was a fun time. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope you are enjoying your first taste of Piper Power Month. <laughs> um, uh, if well, you want to check us out on social... Yeah, you got a little bit. If you want to check us out on social media, we are all over the place. So our Twitter is Anubis Podcast. Our Instagram is Anubis Backwards Pod. TikTok is Anubis Backwards Pod. You can also email us AnubisBackwardsPod at gmail.com. Our Tumblr is AnubisBackwardsPod.tumblr.com. It's like send us a non... Or like, it doesn't have to be anonymous messages, but like send us ask messages on there. Yeah. Send us voice memos, anchor.fm slash Anubis Backwards. If you want to be featured in an episode, we don't care if... It's a future episode or a past episode. Just like come spill your thoughts. It'll be fun. Um, I think that's it. So thank you guys for listening. We, as always, appreciate you. And we will see you guys next week. Sabuna. So much I wanted to say. The way I see it, is there any more? Hyperpower hour forever.